Welcome to episode 15 of Brews with the Homies. This is your host, Brews with D Bro. And on this episode, I got my amazing co host, Brews with JB. And we got our reoccurring guest, or now official co host, Heron Brews. What's up, everybody? Hello. Hello, what's up? So, on this week's episode, we're going to do another guest that flight. So, we had Gabby. Pour us two stouts, two IPAs. Two stouts are from Horace, and the two IPAs are from Beer Zombies. I think that's kind of funny how we did the two and two this time. Yeah, so super excited for this one. Kind of switched it up. Uh, we liked the last one so much where we had to kind of guess, you know, it was a fun experience um, the whole time. Oh, I like this flavor. I, I kind of smell it. I'm guessing I'm tasting this, and then we all kind of gave each other feedback and made educated guesses, and we were all correct. But so let's see if we can go two for two. Exactly. Let's but we switched it up two. just a little bit this time. Now Gabby poured it differently and mixed them up on each of our flights. So that way we all can't like piggyback off each other's answers. You know, we answers feel like that, that was like a huge advantage last time because once somebody said one thing another person picked up on something else yeah, so we all have our own like, numbers ah, now yeah it's this one yeah it's this one so which one do we want to go with here we got numbers one two three four yeah. do you want to introduce the beers first let's introduce let's the beers beer, first. so that way so let's go ahead let's get the ipas out the way first okay. so the first ipa that is on the list here and in front of me is hopped alive it's a double dry hop double hazy ipa say that 10 times fast i i'm willing to bet you you can't get that right so the abv on this one is 8.5 percent and this one is done by beer zombies like we said so there's a couple of hops in this one that i'm going to kind of let joe get into because there's one that he's highlighted on here and kind of wanted to go over a little education on so let's go ahead and get that one out the way first yeah so this episode we're going to focus a little bit on beer knowledge uh we're going to talk about like the proper like tasting of the beer like what you should do what you should be thinking and we're going to highlight two different hops the first one's in this one, the Cairo El Dorado. Uh, this one, we'll just talk about kind of where it's from, the tasting, the aromas about it, uh, what else is in this beer. It's the Incognito, uh, some cashmere, experimental hop, so a lot of different flavors going on, but it's supposed to combine and get like a smooth, juicy, almost like a honey and that hazy IPA taste. Second beer, we're going to go into Fog Zombie. It's a collaboration. Between Abomination and Beer Zombies. And it's a triple dry hot, triple hazy IPA. So we kind of sticked with the hazy IPAs here. So we can't really tell what the difference is between both of them. So. Yeah, we want to make them kind of close, a little challenging. This one, we're going to focus on the Citra Hop and talk about, or sorry, excuse me, the Pacific Jade Hop. Because we don't see that too much in some beers. And that one caught my eye, so I wanted to talk about it and what it's about. I'm excited for this one because this one has some very interesting taste character or like characteristics in it. So I want to see if we if I can pinpoint those. Definitely. Kind of see what sticks out more. And we'll talk about dry hop because a lot of people have questions like, oh, what's the difference between dry hop, double dry hop, triple dry hop? Well, we'll talk about that a little bit. Easy, too. you know. We'll, we'll go over it this episode. So let's go ahead and get the two 
IPAs out the way. Okay. Let's go Let's ahead. Try those two. So, which number do you guys want to grab first? Three or four? Well, they're all mixed up on our boards. You guys have three and four in the same spot. Mine are in one and four. So, I'm going to just try my first one. All right. Well, I'm going to so try number, my number one. I'm going to try number four. Heron, which one are you trying? I'm trying number four. All right. I'm going to change it up. I'm going to try number three. Okay. All right. Make it cheers easy. it up. Cheers, boys. So, on mine, characteristic, you know, just off the appearance, a little bit lighter. I'm trying to compare it to the other one. Okay, hey, it has hey, a little hey, bit Put the other more. one down. I'm just looking in terms of color. <laughs> Don't worry. Like, one has a little bit more of, like, a foggy appearance to it. Like, a little bit lighter. Uh, that was my four, the one I'm about to try. A little bit more golden. Not as foggy. So, let's try. Wow. Alright. So, let's start off with Heron here. Heron. What are the characteristics you're getting off of number four on your board? So I kind of cheated on accident. I, I tried my other IPA too. Oh, man. So oh. number four, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, it's heavier. I, I definitely need to do a, a proper blind taste test, like close my eyes so I don't have to look at the color. Yeah. I think this is the triple for me. Um, yeah, just because you, you can get just that heavier IPA taste. Yeah, I would agree. On my one, I'm kind of leaning right now without tasting my other one that it's the triple dry hop because I'm getting more pronounced flavors and the aroma, I think, was a little bit stronger for me. I was kind of getting like grapefruit, maybe like a little peach, like tropical fruits. So I think that kind of with a little bit of citrus taste, that's where I'm leaning towards, but definitely got to try the second one to so, see. I'm thinking mine is uh, is the double. Okay. I think it is. I'm not. I can't say a hundred percent right now that it's the is it is. I'm like ten percent sure. Okay. Not as sure as last time. I'm not as sure as last time. I'm definitely second guessing myself on this one. Okay. So let's go ahead and try the other one. Let's try so the other can, one. Compare. And we'll make Karen go last since he cheated. <laughs> 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 but he still doesn't know so. I think that one is the triple. I got a lot more flavors on that one, but I wouldn't be surprised if it is hopped alive because I get a very like honey taste in okay. this one, and I also get the honey taste in the other one. So I'm like, it's a very on the fence, and it's funny because the other one doesn't or fog zombie doesn't even have a honey taste to it. That's the funny thing about this. I don't know why. Yeah, so I'll kind of go into like the hop profile and what I was talking about. I think my four is hopped alive. Just for the fact, the hop that we we're going to highlight today, the El Dorado hop, it was created in 2008, released publicly in 2010. Flavors are supposed to get like a tropical fruit, kind of maybe some pineapple mango. Aromas, definitely going to get into that stone fruit and then if you kind of dry hop it or even double dry hop it, it might get a little bit of a candied aroma. So for me, um, and the purpose of it is to help bitter, but like a more of a not overwhelming, more of a drying bitterness. And the aroma in the beer, this one does a good job. 
So that's why I'm kind of leaning towards my number four being Hopped Alive. I think it has kind of those characteristics. It's very smooth, slight bitterness, but like Dustin was saying, I kind of get that honey and that reminds me of like a juicy, just a double dry hop IPA at 8.5. It doesn't taste as heavy to me either. So that's kind of where I'm getting my thoughts from and where I'm guessing. Also on the educational side, for people that don't know what dry hopping is, it's for added aroma and to without significantly increasing the bitterness. So you want, when you're brewing, some of that like aroma falls off and you want those characteristics there because it's very important when you're tasting the beer, aroma plays a big factor. We've talked about in one of the previous episodes how your mouth distinguishes the taste, the flavors, and that your nasal cavity and smelling plays a big part. Speaking about your nasal cavity, so I just did what you were showing me before the pod about yeah. how you inhale or when you swallow, you exhale through your nose. Mm-hmm. That fucked me up on this. Yeah. It really did. But now that I kind of went back and forth, I think I, I know mine. I think I know my two. Okay. Heron Brews, we're going to hear from him, and yeah. then we're going to give our final answers. Because okay. I have the answers in front of me now. Okay. Gabby just sent the text message. Okay. Well, we still got to do the stats on that, or are we going to do IP No, 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 no. She oh. sent me two different messages. Okay, perfect. So we're good. Nice. We're good. Okay, go for it. No, I know my three and four, too. All right, go ahead. Tell me what you think right now. So what's your three? So three is the lighter beer. That's hot yeah. alive with the, the cryo hops, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The cryo Eldorado. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm showing Joseph right now. I have not looked at this. Yeah, it's the invisible ink, you know. So Here, we'll, we'll do the little video so we have it. So this is how we did it. That's invisible how we do it. Ink. Invisible ink. I don't place. know. Everyone has the mixed up choice. I, I don't know. So Heron. So your number three is what? Hopped Alive, you said? Hopped Alive. So that's the double. Yep. And you're saying beer number four is Fog Zombie? Yep. All right, JB. I think my four is Hopped Alive, and I think my number one is the Fog Zombie. Okay, I'm changing my answer. Okay. After do, not doing the inhale, number three is Fog Zombie, okay. number four is Hopped Alive. Okay. All right, so... Are you guys ready for the drum roll? Yes. Drum roll, please. Fog Zombie for Dustin is number three. Okay. Fog Zombie is Joseph's number four. Number three is Heron's Fog Zombie. You all got it wrong? I got it right. Oh, you did? Okay. Because I said my Fog Zombie, the triple, was number three. So... Hopped Alive is my number four. Yeah. Hopped Alive is your number one. And Hopped Alive is Heron's number four. So I'm the only one out of everybody here to get that right. Oh, shit. Wow. That's coming from somebody that, you know, hasn't been in this a little bit longer. Very surprised. I mean, they are very close. I think that's what we talked about. I was very, very shocked. Because thought it was pretty close. There's okay. Yeah. Number three at the end, there's something that's more sharp in yeah. the taste. Which is fog zombie. This yeah. fog zombie, there's more there's like a sharp aftertaste after yeah. it. 
the hop alive, there's not. There's it's a lot smoother. So the reason why I was really interested to see if I can distinguish number fog zombie is because a lot of people describe this. There's a lot of like you can get a grapefruit, citrus, peach, and passion fruit in this. Yeah. So I was curious to see if I got any of that, and the thing that stuck out to me the most was grapefruit. Yeah, grapefruit is definitely that characteristic. Wow. So I'm only one that's two for two right now. But I feel like you guys are going to kick my ass on the stouts. I feel like you guys have been drinking stouts yeah, a lot. That's right. That's crazy. Because I, I really thought, like, I even double-checked because I'm like, so I think the, what the Fog Zombie does so well is it, like, hides it, right? It's a triple. Like, it's hiding. It hides so it to the very end. And, and then you, you have a little bit it. of that. Yeah, grapefruit, stony characteristic. You can miss it. If, you, if you're not paying attention, you can definitely miss it. But this is the part that fucked me up so much. When I, when I was telling you, when I was swallowing and exhaling yeah. through my nose, I got a very, like, honey, okay. like, feeling in both of them. So I was like, okay, I can't do this. Yeah. I, like, I can't do this. <laughs> so you needed to do it the right way. So I had to do it the, the way that we've been drinking, and then I, I caught it. So wow, it's impressive. I think they're both really good. I think the Fog Zombie definitely almost exceeds my expectation in terms of being a triple. Yeah. It just hides it very well. It's very approachable. And I thought the characteristics were there that I was looking for. So there's a lot of check-ins between these two beers. But between these two beers, there's 3.2K check-ins. So yeah. for the Hop Delight, there's a 1.2K check-ins. The average rating is a 4.2. That's, that's a pretty solid beer. I, I like it. I would buy it again. And then for the Fog Zombie, it has 2K check-ins with a 4.18. Yeah. I agree with those ratings. Yeah. Those are ratings cool. that I would definitely do it again. Yeah. I think um, when we're talking about the Pacific Jade and the Fog Zombie, getting that like multi-purpose of the flavor and aroma being like a citrus and black pepper is what it's known for, and then like a mild melon or like lime blood orange. Maybe that's kind of what I'm getting, and it's so smooth, but I'm kind of almost getting like a peppery or almost a little bit like a citrus also, those combined. So I could definitely see how that Pacific Jade maybe gave that little notes that I'm picking up on right there. Pacific Jade Hop started, and it was uh, originally like limited to New Zealand, then it got pushed out for more commercial production, and... I think both hops are cool in their own ways. When you read about hops and getting to learn about them, it's so interesting to see the purpose and what they could bring to the table and how they combine with other hops to make new flavors or new like aromas. So my question is for you, JB, because yeah. you're you're really into these hops. You're yeah. really into the Galaxy hops. You're really into all these different hops. Between the Cryo Eldorado yeah. and the Pacific Jade, which one has to be your favorite? Like, which one stands out to you a little bit more? I haven't had too much of the Pacific Jade. I could see it working because Mojave out here does that. I think it's called shotgun wedding. It has, like, a peppery taste to it. Maybe that's what they use in it to get that, like, black pepper taste. Okay. I think it's unique. I kind of like that flavor. It's definitely uh, something that's an acquired taste. Yeah. I think the Eldorado just... Is more widely used, um, going to be in a lot of good beers. I think for the purpose of 
uniqueness. I kind of like the Pacific Jade slightly better, but I'm never going to be upset if I see Eldorado on the beer. I yeah. think it's a great hop. It's used just it's, and it's interesting to learn about how it can be used for like that bittering. Yeah. So like mild and, and it's not too much. Just to kind of give everybody a reminder. We're being very critique on yeah. very good beer. Yeah. Like, please don't take this as we're shitting on it, just trying to say, oh, this one, this hop is better. We're just simply just trying to figure out which flavors, you know, stood out a little bit more and which ones we tend to tend towards more yeah. and not. And these two beers are phenomenal. Yeah. I drink this day in, day out. And that's the cool thing about beer. You know, there's hops that you can figure out that are your favorite. If you ever get into home brewing, you can kind of mix your own favorite hops and see what you like. And that's why getting into it, it's awesome to drink and then learn. And doing the blind taste test, you want to keep sharp. You want to be like, okay, well, now I know for next time, don't get fooled by this. Yeah. Like, just and be a little bit more conscious yeah. of the flavors and seeing. So Most definitely. So... While I'm sitting here thinking about it, yes, Heron, you got a little trip planned this weekend to go to a, a couple different spots down in California. Yes, sir. What spots are you going to hit? All right, so JB and I are going to go down. We're going to hit up Monkish for sure. Um, what else are we going to hit up? Somewhere, somewhere in Long oh, Beach and Anaheim as well, right? Yeah, the Long Beach you're saying for the... A lot of people know if you've been to Monkish or seen them, they have food trucks there. Oh, and so you guys are going to go for the experience too, the food trucks and everything, huh? Yeah, because for Monkish, you're going to get the great beer, they have great food trucks, but Heron and Karina have been there before and they found a food truck they really enjoyed, and they're going to be in Long Beach for a release. Yeah, they're called Ambitious Ales, and Ooh. funny enough, they're going to release like this a couple beers with uh, in collaboration with some company that does overlanding. Okay. If you guys are familiar with overlanding. Okay. Yeah. For people, the people that aren't, give us a quick rundown. Yeah, yeah. People get in their cars, their trucks, you know, basically off-highway vehicles, off-road vehicles, same thing. And uh, they have, you know, those are those guys that you see rolling down the highway with their... Uh, like a, a weird little thing at, at the on the roof. Yeah. You know, yeah. when they're camping. They yeah. Rooftop oh, tents. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, you know, like okay. They, so like people that mostly camp with jeeps and stuff, like that like have like the off-roading vehicles and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. when we're in o when we were in Ohio, uh, Gab and I, guys were camping in the parking lot because on the top of their jeeps they had that. Oh, nice. So I was like, oh, that's actually pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> so the place is called AGLs, Craft Meats. Yeah. That's the spot that okay. you guys like. They're going to be there for that ambitious ales release. So we'll probably hit them after Monkish. Then we'll go back to Anaheim and visit Bottle Logic and nice. Green Cheek. And then oh, yeah. we have Mr. K's. They always have oh, great you guys are going to Green Cheek? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. oh man. Ooh, you guys definitely got to send me some menus here because <laughs> I think I, I, I'm at the point to where in the fridge at Gabby's house, it's nothing but fruity shit. And don't get me wrong, I love the fruity shit, but I think I hit a point to where I need a break, and having IPAs and stouts is, I think, I, the way I need to start going yeah. to kind of change it up. You know? Yeah, it's just a great refresher yeah. from the you know, sweet stuff. That's why we enjoy it so much. Um, Green Cheek, we had it a few times a long time ago. We've kind of been sleeping on it. My boss, he gets shipment of all the good stuff from everywhere. He's been really enjoying their stuff he thinks it's top tier 
right there with Monkish fitting. Really? And they've been hitting some bangers lately, so I'm so, sure he'll be excited that we're going down there. I'll let him know. Oh, man. He's, you're, about he's to, you're about to be living life down there. So, we got two more beers in front of us that we haven't tried yet that yeah. we got to guess. Okay. So, we're going to... I'm going to just introduce one of them. And then I'm going to have you introduce the other one, JP. Okay, and then I, after I introduce them, I have a question for you. So, let's do it. The, uh, the first bottle I have in front of me is Every Last Drop. And this one's by Horace, Toplin, Goliath, and Mastra Coffee. Mastra Coffee. So, this one's an Imperial style. Yes. So, now Joseph, go ahead and introduce the next one. Uh, it's uh, Ghost Hawk. And that one's going to be oh, Ghost Hawks Experience. It's going to be just by uh, Horse and uh, Mastra. Oh, Mastra Coffee yeah. too, yeah. Cool. So, my question is, is we have an Imperial Stout and a Stout. Yeah. For people who are just getting into Stouts like myself, what is the kind of the difference between the two? So, there's not a huge difference. Uh, from what I've read and trying to gain more knowledge... Imperial Stouts kind of came from when the original Stouts were made and popular. Uh, Russian and Royals always like to go over the top. Oh, they of like, course. They like very strong stuff. They like the best of the best. So they, they try took, to swing their they try to swing their meat around. That's yeah, they best. just they just wanted to take off the edge, especially <laughs> the Royals and Russians just like strong stuff. So the Imperial like term is supposed to be interchangeable between like strong and like intense flavors okay so that's kind of where it comes from so everybody here we Aaron and I got the stouts in one and two and I think Joseph you got it in two and three two and three yes so Aaron which one are you gonna grab first I'm gonna grab two I'm gonna grab number one and I'm gonna grab two also so everybody let's take a let's take a sniff yeah let's take a sniff so we'll use this time real quick to just talk about the proper like tasting technique right Mm -hmm. so you have it you know, after you pour it, you have it there to see if you get the smell. Then you bring it up, kind of like it's called the drive-by. Bring it towards your nose, see if you get any, you know, aromas. Then you go the swirl, so... Counterclockwise, correct? Yeah, it's counterclockwise. In Tasting Beer Book, someone mentioned in there that you could just, like, 45 degrees, counterclockwise, give it a little swirl. Then you bring it up to your nose, get that, you know, just whiff of it, short snip see what's going on, then you go for the taste. As you're tasting, don't be afraid to let it sit in your mouth, warm up a little bit, get the flavors, enjoy what your mouth is tasting. Then as you start to swallow, kind of breathe a little bit through your nose with your lips closed, so that way you can get the full retronasal experience, that way you can taste it properly. Alrighty, so while you were talking, I took a sip. I I pulled a D-bro, I'm sorry. I, I really think this one right here, my number one, I think it's every last drop. Okay. Because the biggest thing that stuck out to me was the coffee and the vanilla taste. I did not get any coconut yeah. at all. So I, I think mine is every last drop. Okay. JB, what you think? For me, I think mine is every last drop also, but... I want to taste the other one just to be 100% sure. Uh, this one, kind of right off the 
D-Bro's mouth, he just, what he said. I really didn't get any coconut. Kind of got, I feel like, a coffee and like a barrel-agedness to it. Like a nice little, like, controlled barrel, but it still gave a little bit of burn. So the one thing that's going to fuck me up here yeah. is toasted coconut. Okay. Toasted coconut for me, very tastes like coffee flavor. Okay. And so for me, I'm that's why I'm like hesitant almost, but I'm pretty sure mine is every last drop. Yeah. So what do you think, Karen? Karen, what do you think? So what separates these two? What what are the adjuncts in here? So, so we got some coffee. The aver- so every last drop, the flavor profiles that everybody has been saying is vanilla, coffee, and barrel age. Okay. Okay. And then uh, gas hog is coffee, raw coconut, and toasted coconut. So those are the different flavor profiles on those. So on yours, which one did you think you tasted the more of? The the one without the coconut. So every last drop. Yeah. So we're all thinking every the one that we just had was every last drop. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So let's go ahead and try the second one. Let's see what we can get. JB, let's go ahead and let's do the same exact thing. Let's go ahead and taste it out of how uh, the book is going. Okay. So, everybody, we grab it, do a little drive-by. Ooh, okay. Now hold it out of 45 and do a little swirly swirl. Yeah, counterclockwise. Short sniff, and then let's taste it. Yeah, I feel like I still get that Barrel, especially when I do that retro nasal and breathe out while I'm still tasting it. Okay, I changed my answer. Uh oh. Number two is every last drop. I got more of a barrel aged taste on that one than I did the first one. Okay. But just for the you know the giggles here, let's I'm gonna go back to it. Aaron, what you thinking? So I think one. Is uh, is ghost hawk. I get a lot of barrel off of that. It's also a little sweeter than the other one, and okay. it is a uh, bigger body. The barrel is on every last drop. Oh, the barrel's on. Yeah, and ghost really? hawk is the coconut. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. You want to take another sip and come back? I don't know, cause like, what's gonna be sweeter, right? The barrel one. Well, I mean, number one, it, I think, is the barrel one, and yeah. it's sweet. But so, number two, I don't get any coconut out of it. I just get a lot of coffee. Like so, after not doing JB's here, I got two different tastes okay. on, on these. Oh, so, man. every last drop is my number two. I got more of a barrel tasting off of that one than I could. I ever imagined. Well, no. I think yeah. number one is gonna be uh, Gas Hawk. Here, I'm gonna try it one more time. That's what I'm thinking. So, while everybody's kind of tasting these, I'm gonna kind of go over the percentage of beer that we have here. So, Gas Hawk is at 13.3 ABV. So, that's pretty high. And with 58 check-ins, this has an average rating of 4.6. Yeah. 
And then for every last drop, it's a 14.8% with 28 check-ins with a 4.01 rating. I feel like those ratings are really low. Yeah, surprisingly. I feel like those are really low. So while you guys are thinking, and I'm going to give you a little bit more time, I'm going to lock in my answer here. Every last drop is my number two. Gas Hawk is my number one. Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to switch mine up. I think because I get no sweetness from it, my number two is Every Last Drop. And then my three is Ghost Hawk's Experience. For me, my reasoning on this, two, I get a sweetness that I always get with toasted coconut. And it, it's ingrained in my head that toasted coconut tastes like that. But I also get like some kind of barrel. Maybe that's from the coffee. I Almost think it like might be from the combination of the toasted coconut and the raw coconut. Yeah, but I, I've had coconut and toasted coconut. I usually don't get like a barrel sense from it. I usually get just a sweetness. So maybe that coffee just has such a nice flavor. I'm mistaking it. But in my third one that I tasted, I think it's every last drop because it there's no like sweetness to it. I know the only like added adjunct kind of is like vanilla. So I get more of a, just a raw experience. I don't yeah. get much of anything else. But at the same time, it's a little bit thinner than I would expect from a barrel age. It's not as thick. But then on the two, I get the thickness that I would expect from a barrel age. Yeah. So that's my confusion. But I think I'm going to lock my answer as what I just said. I think I'm going to go with two as the uh, Ghost Hawks experience. And then every last drop is my three. All right, Heron Brews, this is the comes down to you and then we get to reveal the answer go ahead yeah so i think this is going to be fun because i think jb is going to go zero for two. Oh, so you think uh, he's going oh for four on all of them yeah i think so yeah damn oh so, man because yeah that sweetness in that barrel is definitely coming from the what's it called every last drop every last drop i think that one because vanilla it's hard to miss vanilla yeah, but I feel and like... But here's the thing that fucks me up the most. Huh. Is the raw coconut and gas hock and the toasted coconut. The, the, like, the consistency of those two together is fucking up my taste buds to the point where I can't distinguish the difference between vanilla and the roasted and raw coconut. But I love the just back and forth because that's what's great about beer. We're all tasting similar yet slightly different characteristics in these beers, and that's what makes it so fun. We're in an experience of they're close, but one's a little bit thinner, one's a little bit thicker. One's giving us the sweet, one's not sweet. So is the toasted coconut coconut just not giving the sweetness that we're used to? Is the vanilla acting as a super sweet part of the barrel-aged and coffee mix that we expect from the every last drop. I think now we're mixing in expectations and the whole combination of what we're getting into in terms of these beers. All right, Heron, go ahead. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I always thought number one would have the coconut, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Uh, to my eyes, I thought I saw a coconut floating or something like that. Oh, oh okay. But, you know, I'm going to switch it up just because I think that... Uh, I think that every every last drop is is supposed to be sweeter with that vanilla, and I get more more barrel out of it. But you know what? I don't know. Who knows? These things. 
They they We're vary. Just see. So <laughs> lock it in. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh, slightly controversial number one, every last drop, and and number two, Ghost Hawk. Joseph, JB, lock it in. You have one last time to switch it. Lock it no, in. No, I think I'm gonna stick with mine. You're gonna stick. Okay, drum roll. So the first one here, every last drop. JB, which one did you say it was? Uh, for me, uh, I was saying that the two is the... Every last drop? No, I was saying it was the Ghost Hawks, and then the three was my every last drop. So, I am correct. Every last drop was number two. Okay. Joseph, every last drop was number three. Oh, so I was right. Heron. I'm going to be wrong. Every I last Before drop I even said that. was number one. Uh, yeah. And then Gas Hawk Experience was my number one and both of y'all's number twos. No. Really? Yeah. Yes. So and I wasn't wrong on my bold statement. Even though, no. I, I, even though I thought number one had the, so the did coconut. Heron, did, did we Heron need to just, write this stuff down. Did Heron just go 0 and 4? No, no, no. I, I thought because... Did I you, went. I went against my visuals. I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back and listen to this. And yeah. if you were zero and four, you were talking mad shit over here. I'll shotgun a beer. Oh, oh, you're gonna shotgun a beer? Yeah. Hey, if if he's wrong, you catch it on Instagram. We're gonna post a video if if he is wrong. So. I went four for four. High five, boys! I thought I was gonna go two for four today. Nice job. I, I went four for four. So, Heron. Out of all the beers right here, I know we got IPAs and we got stouts. Which one is the one that stood out to you the most, that shocked you? So I think, uh, what was this, Fog Zombie? Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. So it was just super nice, pleasurable throughout the experience. My preference of the IPAs, you know, Hopped Alive was good too, but I think it just had a little, a little too much... Too much flavor, a little too much aroma, I guess, for me. It was, a, it was kind of suffocated me in a way, so no, Hopped Alive. That one came out on top over everything, really. Really? Yeah. So, now my next question is... So, uh, he was, he did, so he thought Ghost Hawk's experience was his number one, but he was like, oh, I'm going to go against my better instinct, you know, every last drop is it. So, he got it right. When he was like, you know, I'm going to go with what I'm thinking. But if you would have stuck with your gut, you would have been wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he was correct. So he got it. He was two for four. Okay, so you're lucky. You Uh, lucked out here. So, okay, now, JB, same question that I just asked Heron Brews over here. Yeah. Out of all four beers here, which one stood out to you the most? Um, It's a tough one because I'm shocked for me personally that the Gus Hawk experience was so like rich and had a complete body. I don't know. And usually, I don't know, I feel like I thought the barrel and the, the vanilla would produce that, but the, for some reason it felt like it had a thick body. I was a little disappointed that every last drop I felt like there wasn't much there. Was really? thin in the body compared, for me, I don't, I don't know, it's just personal. I think I got spoiled by the last couple ones we've 
had from Horace, especially, you know, Cloudbreaker 2 was one of the best beers yeah. we've ever had. Yeah. And a stout. Um, oh, by far. And the IPA, I was really surprised that Fog Zombie was that light and that, like, smooth for me. And it's good to well. I thought, Yeah, it definitely tripped me up. I thought it was going to have a little bit more oomph to it, and the Hop Alive actually had more oomph to it. So really? That's why... You know, you can never judge a book by its cover and always be like, oh, well, I know. And that's what's cool about doing this, like keeping us on edge and it makes us pay more attention and learn and really pinpoint these hops, different flavors. And, you know, pulling out my past experience of the coconut and toasted coconut, I was able to, um, been, you know, just to really pull from that past experience and be like, okay, Ghost Hawks is this one, and I was able to pinpoint it. So, you know, Stouts, I had a little bit more knowledge. Debro with the surprise 444, you know, he's been putting in the work, and I think it's the whole, he's been having too much fruited stuff, so when he comes here and has the IPAs and the Stouts, his taste buds are like, okay, I'm locked in. I know what this is. I'm going to, like, pinpoint this. And let me tell you, I fucking enjoy it. I love, and put me on record to saying this, as of November 17th, I fucking love stouts. Alright, so, D-Bro, you asked us, now it's our turn. What right. surprised you? What surprised me? How light every last drop is compared to uh, Gathog's experience. The beer that I enjoyed the most, I gotta say every last drop. Okay. The reason why is because the barrel sticks out to me the most. And whatever barrel that they used, I'm glad that they used it because that shit was fucking delicious. Yeah, it was the... It was, um, now, let's see. It was I, the 10th anniversary bourbon barrel aged style barrels. So, um, I'm going to piggyback off of what you said about the Fog Zombies. Yeah. Fog Zombies surprised me. I've never had a triple that disguised itself so well as a double where I wasn't even sure of the difference between the two. Yeah, and it just looked so light in color. But, and that's like, the, and that's that's the thing too. that screwed me up. Yeah. And this is kind of the part that kind of saved me on the stout. If you take a look, you guys still got some, correct? Yeah. So, okay. If you take a look at the rim of where, you, like, the top oh, yeah. is right here, right? Yeah. Where the top of it is. If you just swirl it around, you can see much of it, like, sticking to the glass, right? Yeah. That's the one that has the coconut. If you take the one that doesn't have coconut, it doesn't stick to the glass as much. Yeah, I, I see that. Because the... The sugary, like the coconut. The sugar of the coconut sticks to the glass and more. And it has the more, car it has it more has carbonated, the, yeah. too. So that's what kind of helped me made uh, my decision. But it didn't uh, taste sweeter. That's it didn't. Yeah, and, yeah. and, that's, and that's the thing that fucked me up, is yeah. what I told you. The toasted and raw coconut hot hid the flavor of everything it was like borderline vanilla for me and i'm not a huge vanilla fan so yeah. like my vanilla taste buds is like not as good so like you can clown me for it in the comments or you can send me a dm and clown me for it but i just want to say that the stouts were fucking delicious the ipas were fucking delicious yeah. i got to share it with the homies here 
Yeah, I think that every last drop, the hint of vanilla is so light. I get more of the barrel, and yeah, then you just the get coffee. more of the barrel, and, and the, the coffee, coffee at the end almost blends that vanilla. Whereas the Gus Hawks experience is so sweet, and I just usually am not thrown by that because of the fact that it's like coconut, right? But then I got this like I don't know if it's because they add some kind of coffee or there's just like something in there that confused me between the two at first but I'm glad I was able to distinguish it because there's a lot of cues that you can pick up from and I love that Dustin was able to pick up that one cue and that's what you have to do when you're drinking beer. You have to have the full experience yeah, that you definitely. look at it. That's why, you know, in this book, I think I posted a video about it or I have a video about it of like the tasting guide, like you could go through all the things, sensory, you know, the visual, the aftertaste, and you write all that down, you could, that way you have notes on beers that you take, so you can always do that stuff too if you want to. That's perfect. So, before we end this episode, I'm going to ask you guys for a hot take. It could be about anything. It could be about beer, it could be about life, it could be about anything. If you don't have one, you can pass. Yeah. But I'm going to limit to you guys to a minute okay. for each yeah. one. Heron, any, any hot takes? Any hot takes? What the hell is a hot take? Oh, my oh man, what's a so, hot take? Hot take is about something that you can just say. Something about, something that you feel strongly about, something that you know, just want to get it off your chest. So, like, I'll, I'll go first to kind of give you an example. My hot take is, if you're going through a dark time, you're not alone. There's always something or somebody that is there to help you out. There's the suicide hotline, there's your friends, there's your neighbors, there's people there that still care about you. You're not going through this alone. Please reach out to friends, please reach out to family members, please take care of yourself. Just remember, you're not alone. Yep, and we love that because, you know, the charities we've done into, we've done the um, National Suicide Prevention. Most definitely. done other charities we've donated to, so that's a great one to hit on. I just, guess. yeah, just, just remember, you're not alone. You have people out there that do care about you. Please reach out. Please use the suicide hotline. Please use the resources that are provided. And I know it's crazy out there, and I know at points it gets dark and lonely, but please, reach out. Yeah, I think my hot take will be a little bit lighter in the terms of, my hot take is with beer. Because, you know, we're talking about beer, having beer. When you go from these beers that are full of adjuncts, especially stouts, to a non-adjunct. I want to see the difference because I you, the hot take is most people are like, oh, this is pastry style or it's too sweet, it's this, and some people refuse to have, you know, super sweet beers or super sweet stouts or just clown on some of these really good stouts because all they're hiding something. All you know, it's so easy to throw adjuncts in there, and I feel like we've had a lot of pastry stouts or sweet stouts from different companies and. The good companies still do it well. Is you can still taste that upper echelon of the quality they put in, the ingredients, the way they do their beers. And I feel like if you get into that mindset, you gotta keep an open mindset with these beers and tasting them. 
We if just you don't win with the closed mindset, it's always going to be fair. Yeah, and I feel people don't give a lot of these breweries a fair shot and be like, oh, they collabed and did this, I'm not going to try it. Well, no, they collab with different people, you got to try it. And that's what we love doing. We got a new one from Evil Twin. It's aged for 30 months and uh, it's just a stout. And this one's interesting because it has no adjuncts. So at some point, excited to try it and see how it compares to these ones that we're so used to in terms of having the thick sweetness and the pastry and the coconut and the vanilla, the chocolates. I want to see something that's just pure stout. And that way I have a baseline. I want to know what the Noah Jumps feel. We've had it before, but I feel like it just didn't hit the mark for us. It felt kind of bare. It was the bottle logic and the collaboration they did. I think it was... Can't right. remember right off the top of my head, but yeah. Well, anyways, that would be my hot take. That's we'll get into that in another episode. Probably next much. week. I feel like yeah. I, I feel like we're gonna have another stout next week. I I don't know. Some, yeah, I some, know. it's gonna some, be cold weather, you know. It, something about the weather. All right, Heron, you kind of got a taste of what a hot take is. Do you have a hot take? Yeah. So it's also about beer. So I feel that we need more. I guess easier beers to drink yeah you know something that i can just crack open by the beach even though there's no beach in las vegas crack open out in the middle of the desert playing guitar doing whatever having something that they call is sessionable yeah that verbiage has i don't know kind of gone away in the recent times i think maybe but you know a lager an easy saison, um, which easy mean I don't know. For me, it means a lighter saison. You know, something that's six Not percent or less. Either. Yeah. yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, just a, a pale ale as well. I think pale ale I'll, I'll mark as my favorite beer style of of all time. Can I tell you? You mentioned all these different types of beers that you just did. They need to come out with the better pills there. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's what we're missing. We've seen. What do you What do you guys think? That green cheek, the five person or the five brewery collab that we had. That pill was fire. I think there needs to be a little bit more variety in terms of pale ales. So since you guys are going to green cheek. Yeah, we'll see what they got, you know. Because I'm curious to see what a pale ale tastes like. I haven't had one in a long, long time. Yeah, we need to get you some, because they're good. Monkish did that pale ale that was fire. Pale ales are pretty good. Yeah. And remember we did the bottle share at Beer Zombies Dean Martin. Oh, yeah. Hold, hold, hold the phone. We forgot to talk about this. Since the last podcast, we had a couple different bottle shares at BZ. Yeah, let's so, talk about it. JB and Heron, yeah. the floor is yours. Yeah, we'll try to make it quick. You know, we've been going a little bit longer with the episodes, but we've been hitting some good stuff, so we really enjoy it. We went down there and supported Chasen. He, he was having his bottle share, so we met up with Vinny and him. A lot of people just joined us. We brought in um, a Horace bottle. The uh, Mice of Men one. The guys from Thorn Brewing were there. Yeah, they oh, for real? Yeah, they, they brought some <laughs> cool ones for us to try. We had that one was like a, almost like a... Uh, it was a kombucha, right? Kombucha, like, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. style. And it was very interesting, really enjoyed it. We had um, the one from Ingenious, the Count Chocula. 
How the was that? Age one? That was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Very marshmallowy on the sweeter side for sure. I just and then we had some monkish. Like I brought the the fog one, the what was it? The foggiest. And then um Vinny brought some of the newer drop, the Freaky Friday collab. Ooh, Freaky so Friday. So we had a whole bunch of just interesting good beer. The one I that started this whole point, the dark and mild. Yeah. So good. Super light oh, beer, but wait, just wait, such wait, a good dark one. and mild. That yeah. sounds like something that you pick up behind the gas station. It is <laughs> so good. Three point five percent. I could drink it all day, every really? day. You know, I mean they they don't have any cans of it. I think it got released on uh, in October, like early October, like the second week of October, and they just have it on tap. Still ready to take in growlers though. So yeah. if we find it in growlers, I am definitely gonna bring back a, a growler worth a bit of it. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to just see because I'm. That's the cool thing about going to bottle shares. People bring in just interesting stuff. We get to and try can I tell you about stuff. bottle shares? They fucking roped us into it, Joe. Yeah. They rope us into it, and let me tell you, and it's the best fucking thing ever. You get to talk to the, you get to actually talk to people and get to conversate with them and get to know them and see the different types of beers and different taste profiles that yeah. all these people have. But this episode is kind of going long, so yeah. I'm going to kind of wrap this up here. Definitely like, rate the podcast, please. Let us know what we need to work on. JB and I are currently working on trying to get a video podcast going. Yeah. There's a couple things that we're trying to work out right now. Wait to Black Friday for a couple of things, hopefully. And from there, you guys will get both. You'll get an audio version and a video version. That's kind of exciting. Um, you're definitely going to hear next week about the trip from Heron and JB, with what they're going to bring back and the experiences that they've had and the people that they've met. Please follow us on Instagram at Bruce W T H on Instagram. Tag us in what you're drinking. We'll share it to our story. And also, shout out to the physics guys. The physics guys, you guys have definitely been um, amazing. We've definitely used the machine for a lot of pours. Hopefully, at some point, you know, we'll you know get to kind of promote it more and. Definitely do another more. video yeah. of how it works, how we use it, what the tips and tricks that we found out with it. Definitely. Definitely. Well, guys, we'll end it here. We'll see you guys next week. Deuces. Later.